grab your bowls and spoons, kiddos. It is now time for the Peter Butter and Syrup Podcast with your host, Corey and Dahoo! Alright, I thought you guys were going to Rochambeau for it. Uh, feels like I'm actually there <laughs> in a black hole. <laughs> I know her. That, that sounds very much like the Grand Canyon at like 3 a.m. Ready? <laughs> One, two, three. Dynamite. What beats? Whoa! Now I, I thought didn't it was know just that rock, paper, scissors. Oh, I was, I was trying. To, I was holding out the trump card. No, <laughs> no pun intended. One, two, three. Uh, scissors. You win. <laughs> All right. Let me think of something clever real quick. Oh. Where the Flintstones play croquet. Where the uh, the podcast that eats asparagus spears but farts out uh, ginger blossoms. Well, you gotta actually do it in your do do it. Yeah, do the real intro. Huh? Like, hey, everybody, recording. I've been recording. Oh, of course. (laughs) Oh, I was just proud. I was just saying, just saying, because all these goofy things that we're saying will be good for sound bites. Oh yeah. At some point. Okay, everybody. Welcome to the peanut butter. Oh, is that that's loud, isn't it? Yeah, it was Ooh. a little hot. All right. We, we ready now? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Welcome to the Peanut Butter and Syrup Podcast, everyone. Uh, my name is Corey. My uh, lovely cousin over here to my front. That's right. <laughs> Acknowledge the beauty, man. Acknowledge the beauty. That's. And we have Brian over there with the finger. I noticed you the acknowledged pulse. the beauty, but you, yet it's hey, not to say my name. Brian. But we are. We the, didn't even say my you're name. The, you're the lovely cousin. I'm just Brian. I'm lovely cousin with no name. Yeah. I don't even have a name. <laughs> Well, you are on the podcast and love to eat asparagus spears and farts out cherry blossoms. All right then, and uh, this is this is the, yeah. That's, that's my that's my where's my sound button? I can just press. Oh, cloud applause. <laughs> yeah, this isn't like your hooker. You're gonna have to earn this. We're, we're not faking it, man. Oh yeah, I it can't, isn't happening. I can't laugh. I was told not to laugh too much, so. No, I'll, that's I'll not true. I, I have to put on my serious face. There's, there's been a couple of people say that you laugh a lot, and then there's been a couple of people say that the laugh is contagious and they enjoy the laugh. So, so is my chlamydia. Clit, <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, Brian. Is that, is that actually a rectal disease? <laughs> Mr. Brian, what would you like us to talk about Good today? thing Brian's at the control is going to reel <laughs> us in and keep us adults, right? Where's that edit button? Can we start over? Oh man! I don't even know. Hold, if I hold on. Are you shaking the hat up to get our topic for this week? I feel like I should kill this train wreck, but um. okay. We oh, thanks everybody. That was episode number thirty-seven. <laughs> exactly. Gunshot. Pow! 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 Ah! Brian now, leaves the scene. We are now auditioning a third host. Hell, we may be auditioning everybody but a producer if we keep it up. Brian's like. It's my equipment. Suck it. Keep your headphones. Maybe you'll listen to something with a cord one day. Uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so people. to make Brian's job a lot easier, what would you like to talk about? Let's talk about hobbies. Hobbies. Oh, God. Like, this ain't a hobby. Wait, Hobby Lobby? <laughs> or are we going to have to get into the religious? And <clears throat> what didn't they? Was there a co founder, like some sort of mass murderer now, or something? Now, you know the rules. What are they? Wait, hold on. <laughs> you tell me I'm the pretty rules sure. Are. 
as a small child trapped in a large man's body, I don't know the rules or give no a rat fuck about what the rules, rules are. That's rule number six. Okay. Should I write this down? Or? Wait, <laughs> hold on. I'm trying to reference Fight Club rules. What was rule six in Fight Club? They didn't make it that far. Rule one and two were the same rules. Yeah. Rule one. Is this a don't podcast? Talk don't talk about Hobby Lobby. <laughs> rule, two. rule two. Don't talk about Hobby yeah. Lobby. All right. So we're talking about hobbies. Oh, my God. And this is interesting because you know they've changed over the years. Well, and that's what's going to be cool is because with our age now, our hobbies... Ironically, I've looped back on a childhood lobby here, or uh, lobby. <laughs> well, wow. yeah. So I'm a lobbyist on the side for Big Oil, just in case you didn't know. And that's why the word lobby slips out every now and then. And no, I, 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 I'm the world's worst lobbyist, by the way, because I'm dirt poor. <laughs> but, no, I, I, I can see that because I'm doing the same and not realizing. Yeah, I about. just thought about that for a minute. But one of the hobbies I just picked up, I've always had a lot of hobbies because... As always, make the joke that I have ADD, but fortunately, I have the bandwidth picking to up carry dead hookers it. is not a um, <laughs> good hobby. Look, man, it pays to pick up dead animals on the side of the road. Why wouldn't it pay to pick up dead hookers on the side of the road? There's a difference so, between a job and a hobby. <laughs> yeah, it's getting paid for it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just the level of enjoyment that changes whether it's a job or a hobby. I don't think it has anything to do with. Oh I mean, God! Mas- find what you love and get paid to do it. Can be a how hobby. is You'll never up- work a day in your life? Right? How is picking up dead hookers for you know seven dollars a day a bad thing? I mean, I've I've done well for seven dollars a day. <laughs> so masturbation had- can be a good hobby. It doesn't pay the bills. <laughs> All right, it does look- if you're a porn star. <laughs> but then that's a job. Yeah, it's a job. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a tug job. <laughs> oh God. Okay. All hobbies right. <laughs> hobbies wow so you're saying you picked up a childhood hobby what well what is okay that? so what we were talking about is the evolution of hobbies and i was thinking about this because obviously we throw these topics in the ring and for you to pick out and it's stuff that we think about because the whole idea of this is it's kind of from our mildly goofy to severely goofy perspective so we put the topics in and i was thinking about this the other day and i was thinking like okay what were your earliest hobbies and i thought was hot wheels really a hobby like playing with hot wheels was that really a hobby or was that just something you did it as a kid but at a certain perspective if you really break it down it was a hobby it's something that you did in your off time that brought you enjoyment and we got to the point where we'd smash them on the ground so we could replicate car crashes oh yeah oh i love that i remember um an extension of that when we were kids where we uh, took your model cars and put the rocket engines in them. And we never found the General Lee. No, but I did buy <laughs> never a rocket. Never the that, So I bought a rocket kit last year for us to do that this year. Yeah, I, we never shot that off no, either. So we need to do that so, and video uh, it. Crazy enough, I was cleaning out the the alleged studio space under the stairs <laughs> that we posted the pictures of as a joke. The gimp is still there. I, uh, <sighs> man, God. Didn't even feed him dinner. There's nothing sacred anymore. I just really, I'm, I'm not sure I can carry on this way. I mean, There's this is all a joke, but Corey's... the gimp, the gimp has feelings. The gimp really, Does he's a he person though? too. See, he Corey didn't get to speak to or himself. see or do anything for himself for well, the most part. Well, because he got his mouth shut. Right, but. Oh, fuck the gimp. He's, that's what you do with a gimp. I'm sorry. Are you new to this game? All right, guys. I'm sorry that Corey is being so stupid this early on in the show but anyway trigger so we were cleaning out what'd you call me <laughs> trigger 
So anyway, we were cleaning out the stairs and I found uh, some model cars that I had bought years ago. I mean, I'm talking about before Sydney was born. So maybe we'll, maybe I'll slap a couple of those together just good enough that we can strap some rocket motors got, to them. I and, got the rocket. Yeah, on. hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we can put that on YouTube. Yeah, we know, Brian, you'll do anything that moves <laughs> long enough or stops moving long enough for you to do it. We're, that's You doing it's not like a qualification. <laughs> anyway, so hobbies. Apparently, busting balls is a hobby because we do this day in, day out. <laughs> to the point where we tried to have a serious conversation earlier and Corey about teared up because he's like, look, for real, guys, just for a minute, just stop. Just stop with the ball busting. And I need to talk about life for a minute. And well, he didn't start the conversation with, I want to have a serious conversation. He didn't predicate it with, I'd like to talk like a, you I didn't know. realize I have to preface everything with, this is a serious topic. I'm sorry, are you new here? <laughs> Isn't every Facebook I mean, just leading post. me up to the old question, did your parents have any kids that lived? <laughs> can, can, can you tell me if the swelling would go down? Yeah, I have a picture for that <laughs> in my phone. But as you were saying about the hobbies, I mean, I, I've been kind of going through the same kind of resurgence. Yeah, and, I know, and, and I know what my hobbies are now, but I really wanted to think about what was the first hobby you had? I know, like, I took up rappelling when I was 12 because um, mom's boyfriend, Roger, the same guy that took me to autocrosses when I was a kid and road races and stuff like that. He took me flying and let me fly. And I was piggybacking his hobbies. He was 22, I was 12, and he was just old enough in my life to be out doing some cool stuff. And I was just just enamored by his interest in the things that he was doing. And he was just, to me, at 12, he was amazing. But where did my hobby start? I mean, I had a go-kart when I was 10. And then I had bicycles, but were those hobbies? Because when you know, I mean, it's just like when I, you're a kid I drawing, growing up, right? But I, but I don't remember when it started. It just well, well, I started drawing when I was a little kid. You started drawing when we were little kids. Is and, that a hobby, and, or is that just what you are? But okay, so at a certain age, you know, we were talking about midlife crisis, and maybe this is kind of part of that. Is at a certain age, it's it's a childhood activity, but it wasn't. Our childhood activity was like I had chores I had to do, or I got my ass beat, and. I had to go to school. Once that stuff was done, I did fun stuff. Well, technically, isn't that what a hobby is? Once your responsibilities are done, you well, go do yeah. fun stuff. So, I mean, that's back with the mid midlife crisis was that you spent your whole life working and you forgot what right. was fun in life. So you had to go back and revisit. So that's what, I mean, like I said, I was thinking about this when, and that's why I tossed that in the ring is one of the things I was thinking about. And I know Corey, we all talked about it. We were, um, mess yeah. you know, we were messaging about potential topics and I'm sure we all kind of went to our own corners and had our own thought process. But mine was, is when does it change from being a childhood activity to becoming a hobby? Because what's weird is, is when you're a kid, it's considered a childhood activity. If you're doing that same stuff when you're an adult, it's considered being childish. Yeah, because you build and, cars. I mean, you're being immature. You're being childish, but it's just a hot. It's well, it's, it's just an like the outlet. Guys who build cars and build airplane models, but now we're flying airplane models. Is that still a childish activity at forty or fifty years old? But you're flying these thousand dollar airplanes. Right. And, and like with us, I, I know you're similar. And I, I mean, I haven't bro known Brian for a long time, but I, I can I know from just talking to him. You like to feed that creative outlet. You like to have that to, or the creative appetite. You like to have an outlet to do that. And that's where a lot of my hobbies come from. Like racing, I love racing because it's, it, it is somewhat 
sketchy. There's a lot of unknown. Are you going to have the car break? Are you going to get in a wreck? Will you really make it through a 14-hour road race in a car you paid $400 for that now you have $9,000? But through in safety equipment and everything else. But but so there's a lot of unknown there. But where what was what was the point that it went from being a childhood activity, which I still think was a hobby. It was those were things that brought levity to your life. Even though you didn't have a lot of stress in your life because all you had to do was go to school, you seemed stressed out, but you didn't know what it was. You did those things to get away from stressful parts of your life. So it, to me, those were hobbies, playing with Hot Wheels, you know, playing. I played baseball. I played basketball. I did a lot of that kind of stuff. So at what point were those hobbies? Well, I don't know. I, I know one thing. I got back into skating this year after losing a bunch of weight. And I skated when I was 15 years old. So, you know, skate, you know, skateboarding. I remember you had the half pipe behind you. Yeah. Man, and my that, hip bone still hurts from And that. now I'm 45 <laughs> and decided to start skating again. And it's funny because I'm going to get a weird mixed reactions from people. I mean, I, I'm, some of my best friends still skate, you know. But it's like some people think look at you funny. Like you're 45 and make sure, everybody keeps going, make sure you wear your helmet and everything else and treating you like a little kid. And it's like, God damn, I'm 45. My mom doesn't even tell me to wear a helmet. You know, it's like, don't treat me like a kid. I know what I'm doing. And they don't know that there's nothing in there to protect. But it's... It, it's. <laughs> I mean, it's it's okay. People do that with me. They're like, you should really do... I'm like, there's nothing in there can be hurt. But it is weird. Like, okay, if I was 15, nobody was saying anything. I was just a 15-year-old. But being a 45-year-old doing it, you get such weird reactions from people. Hey, Papa, put a hat on. Is he telling me, <laughs> me to wear a condom? I can't remember. Uh, well, there's nothing. Yeah. But you know what? I, I, I get, I get I what you're saying, saying, though. It's like at one age, I'm a child. It's a childhood childhood activity. But at 45, you're the weirdo guy going skating, trying to relive your youth or something. Right. There comes with some judgment yeah. based on the activity. And even, okay, so. This was one, and I'm terrible because I, again, I admit oh, no, I have a terrible. So, no, I'm a terrible person. I'm not terrible. I'm good at oh, a lot of stuff. We already knew both of those things. Yes, yeah. but I almost, and I hadn't decided against it. Picked up a drum set. I hadn't played drums in years, but I have the urge to turn on some music and relearn playing drums again. But the problem is, is between this, which is a hobby, the podcast, ironically, is a hobby. Until you guys start paying us. Can't, can't. Brian's not going to pay you a dollar for it. I'm, I'm a millennial. I don't have any money. <laughs> you can't even drive a stick shift. Yeah. What you trying to say? <laughs> Apparently the truth. So we have this hobby. I mean, I'm terrible about hobbies. I haven't been going to Aikido as much because of the other hobbies. Racing. Uh, Jason and I are building the car. Uh, the childhood activity that I will say that I picked back up recently is my business partner with the construction stuff got back into mountain biking and we would be at work talking about it. I was like, man, you know, I hadn't been riding motocross. I used to race motocross and I haven't been doing that lately. I'd like to get back on two wheels. So I bought a bicycle and bought Beth a bicycle and we go ride. The funny thing is that I'm starting to look at buying a bike here and I used to ride in college. It's I'm not looking for a bike. Just to be the different person. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not. We're gonna do a writing podcast. 
Do you like oh, to cool. We well, get battery powered mics and headphones and stuff and go right. I already got that covered. <laughs> okay. Except for when you guys start breathing. Just, heavy. I don't say it'll sound like Corey giving me a blowjob for like an hour, but that's that's how the worst funny. porno ever. <laughs> exactly. Stop. Stop. Well, you I can't. You know my side hurts. <laughs> but it's funny, like as you get older, especially me going through my weight loss change, how I've been my mind has changed about picking up hobbies that probably would have done like a I think we kind of joked that about that you had been naturally more padded for and been better to do when you well, were fat. Is about that doing what you're like saying? Rock climbing or like talking about the idea of rappelling. <laughs> I never considered it, but now I was like, I lost weight. I could actually probably do it and enjoy it. But or uh, the descent's fine, but you got to climb back to the top to do it again, and that's why I'm not real interested. What, just, <laughs> oh, I went down 175 feet. But it's uh, weird, like how your body, how it changed mentality. I, I want to mm-hmm. pick up new hobbies that I never would have considered. You know, at this age, I don't know. I don't know how that adds into the conversation but uh the um well and that's why like i said i started kind of analyzing at what point did i start having hobbies because i started rappelling again like i said when i was 12 roger took me to do that i was flying planes did a lot of stuff when i was in the army we didn't have a lot of time for hobbies we do a little bit of rappelling i did skydive i mean i've had all okay so i've I've even considered that some for some go-karts i've skydived I've repelled, I've flown helicopters, I've flown planes, I've raced cars, I've run heavy equipment, <laughs> like I had a tractor trailer for a little while. So I again, like I said, it took me a minute to figure out a few years ago, like, okay, man, you might have a little bit of touch of ADD. You, know, you can buy transformers are cheaper and they're more fun to play with when you Well it sounds like you had all outdoor hobbies. What did you what did you do when it rained? Uh, Are you still what, doing what, those wait, things? What, what age? <laughs> because Any age. I, I mean, behind Corey is a PlayStation 3, a PlayStation 1, 2, and 3, an Xbox 360, uh-huh. and a Wii. Oh, yeah. So, I never got into is playing video games. Well, and you know what's funny is, I mean, so when Beth was pregnant with Sydney, and just before she had Sydney, um, I was working out, I was racing motocross, I picked up some new workout equipment from a friend of mine that was having another kid and needed the room. And I didn't have, I had a Sega. That was it. And I played Sonic. That was it. But when Sydney was about to come along, I thought, you know what? We're going to be spending more time at home. And some of that time's going to be, well, our life was very simple then. We didn't have all the toys and things that ironically our hobbies own us. I wanted something, so I bought a PlayStation, the very first PlayStation 1, and that's what got me into it. And then it's like anything else, man. Once you buy the drug, you're going to buy the newest one oh, and the yeah. newest you did, one. You did remind me. I do remember having the Sega, and I do remember playing Sonic and Hedgehog, but the only way I would play it is put in Nine Inch Nails Fixed, the Broken Mix remix album. Good stuff. Had, had the blue. I'd put it on, turn everything off, and play. That's the only time I had like this... I would enjoy playing video games. It was weird. I had to have that one album on, even today. Every time I listen to it, it reminds me of playing that. So, but after that, I was like, I never really. When I got onto the computer, my friends give me a hard time not playing, not playing video games. I was like, well, I get on the computer and write music. I'm looking at a screen for hours on end. My end goal is I'm still trying to compete with my brain to finish this piece of music. And at the end, though, instead of beating the big boss, I have a piece of music I can sell. It's always my way of kind of giving them a jab, like. Well, yeah, I spend six hours in front of the computer like you do, but I might have something, you know. Well, and, and see, and I picked up my PlayStation 1 in 1999 because that's when Sydney was born. So from like 1999. That's that, with that Prince song. You should check it out. 
I was a little kid. He said, yeah, isn't it called its own cell for 1999? Isn't that the print song? I remember the Y2K virus. That's, yeah. that's about it. You still got scars on your face from it. Hey. The um, His Pokemon Go had a virus. So, but uh. from then, so I had, a, I had a little bit of a career shakeup and I quit racing motocross. I kept riding, but I quit racing and that was a hobby. And from 2000 until 2008, I had sports bikes, I had dirt bikes, and I had all kinds of other stuff. And then I had a motocross track here at the house, and we'd spend the weekend just riding dirt bikes and hanging out. We'd barbecue and make a weekend out of it. And then in 2008, I picked up an S2000 and started autocrossing, yet another hobby. But at that point, Sydney was nine years old. So as Sydney got older, because you, I don't want to say you regress, but you kind of have to refocus your effort once a kid comes along because the kid needs stuff. And then she was playing soccer and she was doing stuff. And I didn't want to be like, okay, you can't have a hobby because I have a hobby. That's not, you know, it's yeah, it'd be a bit hypocritical. Up. And as I always say, it's only hypocrisy when the other person does it. Just so you know. We're all hypocrites or something. But so it's, it's funny because I wanted to race cars forever. And then I got into autocross and then we started road racing and that's what I'd really wanted to do was road racing. And, I, man, the road racing stuff is awesome, especially when we go to Daytona or Sebring or Homestead or out of state. It's cool. We do some in-state. But, I mean, really, I'm like you now. After about 2008, when I started really road racing and stuff, I quit playing video games. Well, why? Because I was playing video games that were about racing. Well, hell, I was really racing at that point, so I didn't really need that outlet. And then my focus shifted, and I was working on the business stuff more because um, that was after Doug passed away, and I was just, just it, the business was just me at that point, and I was trying to figure out, find my way, I guess. Like, did I really want to stick with it after he was gone? So after that, like I said, I just kind of faded away from the from the stuff, but I still have it. So I've, I've just hung on to it, and I play it every now and then. But now, I'm like you. If I'm on a computer, I'm, I've never been a gamer on computer. I play gaming systems, but I'm not a gamer on a PC. If I'm on my laptop, I'm working on something productive. But the, the end goal, you have either something I'm writing stand-up material, working on concepts, so that if we get to the point where we do a horror movie, stuff like that, or or the animated series we talked about earlier, because I do make some notes about that, even though most of it's pretty much in my head. I'm I'm trying to work on my creative side or further, like, again, stand-up, um, the T-shirt business, working on which here lately because of the podcast stuff, a lot of my time online has been talking to you guys about, hey, what do we need to be doing all, to... Doing research. For all five of you who are listening right now. Actually, it's one person listening five times. Oh, damn it. Analytics. But, and just so you know, Billy, we love you, man. We, lo we love that you are stuck on the SoundCloud loop and you just can't get it to stop. He, he just puts it on play and walks away from the computer for a day. I am it's not, just unfortunate it's the same episode. It's just weird when we look at the stats and at some point you're in, you're in Ireland. I'm not real sure. Like, did he hop a plane and go play in Ireland and then fly back just to throw yeah, us off the trail? Yeah, we're still trying to figure out who... Who hopped on a plane? Yeah, the SoundCloud stuff's pretty cool. But anyway, so well, you something I just thought of, and it's kind of weird, like defining hobbies. So you're talking about working on the um, the cars and everything else. So I played in bands. I played in a Weezer tribute band for God, 
10 plus years of playing many bands over the years. Is that considered a hobby, especially if I'm getting paid for How it? many was the band? Like, how many? Oh, were they short? Is that when you say mini band? I mean, was it like the little Kiss tribute a, band? Yeah, yeah, I was about to ask, like, the Stonehenge. <laughs> yeah. And, like, we only played at major wrestling events. But no, seriously, is that a hobby that I'm playing in bands okay. the whole time? Or, this is the or, way you define a hobby. In my, this is the context I see a hobby. You got paid for doing cover band stuff, right? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. But barely. Yeah. You did it because it was fun. Yeah. And you got some free beer and you thought you might get laid. Free beer, yes. <laughs> wow. Wow, how sad is that? You never thought it was going to get you laid. Because a lot of stuff, man, I've done a lot of stuff thinking this is going to get me laid. Like, a lot of stuff. I, I've been playing guitar I'm pretty sure that's the only reason we have a space program, because those nerds are like, this is going to get you know, us laid. The funny thing is, I've, I've always played music. It's not about, thought about Oh, I can play a guitar and get laid. It's like it's never been about that. We grew up around music. You've but it, always a, had it. But that's always life. been the, the. So then that. Okay, so. But you, I mean, you weren't motivated by money to do it. You were motivated by motivated by the enjoyment. The music, yeah. So then it was absolutely a hobby. Yeah. yeah. And well, if, you, what, if you reference back to our music episode, you can hear me. Well, and, okay, so that's like what? when I, I take people in the shop and they say the race cars. Yeah. And when I say race cars, I'm poor and they are cheap ass race cars. But they say the they're race cars, love, and they're like, if you win, what do you get? Do you win money? I'm like, you get a trophy. That's it. <laughs> they, Just the trophy. You do not. Like, there's guys that autocross that show up with two, $300,000 worth of equipment and car and stuff like that to race in a parking lot for a minute at a time for a $10 trophy. And it's And they do it because they enjoy it. They enjoy the community. It's a the autocross community is a very good community. And then one of the other ones, I mean, like, okay, we do track days. So I do road racing and I haven't done a track day lately because both cars are down for work. But there's a there's a group that I go do uh track days with and my buddy Nabil runs it's called Just Track It. My old boss is named Nabil. Yeah, well this Nabil's cool. Um <laughs> I'm sure he's nothing like your crappy boss. I'm sure my boss won't listen to this. And if he does, who cares? Isn't it your ex-boss? Yeah. Yeah, fuck him. So, and I'll come to your house and say that. Ex-bosses are exes for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, I didn't like you then. I damn sure don't like you now when you're not cutting me a check. So, anyway, Nabil runs a, a, I started tracking with him way back when, when it was just him. And then now he's got a, a partner named uh, Brian, ironically. Not me. No, his last name's not ironically. It's Stetson. <laughs> So that was my next question. (laughs) (laughs) And they run a group called just track it and all what just track it does. And this is the way, and like we were talking about, did you do the cover band thing because it was a, was business or were you doing it because it was a hobby? It was a hobby. Well, there was a point that was using it because it was paying extra money and it's subsidized my paycheck. So it became a job. So is it still considered a hobby, even though it was subsidizing? It was basically a part of it. I can make more money one night playing as so that's, that's a weird, weird line of like, how do you define a hobby? Even though I enjoyed it, it became work. But it wasn't a livelihood. No, no. Okay. But, but it, it so, didn't mean if I got bought groceries that week or not. And then, and clearly at the time you could have gone without it. <laughs> now, I, wish, I, I, wish I'd, I wish I'd learned keto back then. I would have done a lot better. <laughs> like, I, I always said there's one true tried and true diet that never fails cocaine no <laughs> it's called being poor po yeah. i'm too po to eat and i'm skinny now yeah unless you just buy macaroni and cheese and ramen you're gonna be fat and po 
But <laughs> so, but anyway, so Brian, uh, Nabil hooked up with Brian, and then they started a company called Just Track It, and then they host track events. And then, and for them, it started out as a hobby, but now it's a bit of a business, but it's still a hobby because even though they're getting money in for hosting the track day, they get to drive at these track days. So what's funny is, is I, I talked to a lot of my friends and this is again, going back to a feeling like I have ADD sometimes. I'm like, what are your hobbies? And they're like, well, I do this and this. And I'm like, two. Well, yeah, it? that's it. I'm like, you have a limited imagination because I have an extremely limited budget for doing things. And I have a solid nine hobbies at the moment. I mean, at least autocross, which I haven't been doing lately because my engine tuner is about to piss me off about my car, building the car with Jason, uh, road racing, which we haven't done because Tim and I have been lazy with the road race car, the podcast, riding bicycle, um, learning to do more things with the computer as far as like graphic imagery and stuff like that for the shirt business and other stuff. The shirt business at this point is a hobby. I mean, and it just goes on and on and on. And I think, and I, and I had a conversation with one of our clients the other day, who's probably one of my biggest fans in life ever. Like if I had a surrogate mom or something, she would be it by far. And I mean, and she even says it. She's like, I love you unconditionally. I'm like, okay, that's sweet, but you're freaking me out, man. <laughs> Cause then I feel bad about some of the weird shit I do now, <laughs> but because she listened to the first <laughs> podcast and that was really a that set the bar. Um, yeah, yeah. You're, if you're not listening now, it's because of that first. Yeah, podcast. go back. If you hadn't heard the first podcast, <laughs> go back it. and hear the first one. Unless you feel like you might not come back. Go, yeah. In which case, you <laughs> and then really, you only need to hear the back. first minute because the first minute sets the tone. <clears throat> Are you talking about the first five seconds? <laughs> you know, so, sometimes things just spew out of my mouth. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> I set you up and you didn't take the, but you know what, you know what's funny, uh, thinking about like us growing up, how we, I don't want to be accused of ever growing up because the only thing after that's dying and I'm not doing it. We, our, our, um, hobbies never really overlapped. overlapped. And as I'm getting older, I started doing well, it. Other than a little bit of skateboard. That was yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, as you know, there were a few things just cause we were cousins growing up, but like as we're getting older unintentionally, me falling into doing improv class where you're doing the stand-up. We've both been diving into the comedy. Uh, still don't know if we're funny yet, but we're start, you know, we're trying. I'm fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. You are awkward. No, he's, fuck, fucking... he's fucking a guy named Funny is what is He just didn't want to say it. Sure. It's a sure. chick. <laughs> Did you just assume my fuck buddy's gender? But anyway, so Damn, I, that's a whole nother level. You know, diving into the comedy stuff. and then The I, arrogance. I, I started I taking Aikido, which has been like, I never thought I'd taking martial arts until this year. And then you're taking Aikido, but, you know, never really like, talked about it before. And well, then, and I think I talked about it a little bit after I, I mean, started no, taking about, it. Right. No, but, but it was, it like, was not a planned hey, thing for cool. either one. Let me one. try them. Not, not, not well, like, and what's funny, all right, so talk about Aikido since it's a hobby. I wasn't planning to start taking Aikido. I was looking for a martial arts class to take for me and Sydney um, to do together that was close to the house. And I just Googled martial arts Villarica and it said Aikido. And it's like two or two and a half, three miles from the house. And we went and visited, met with them and it was very cool. And we started doing it. If I remember correctly, you did it because of a Groupon. Well, it, it was actually for the place right beside my office. It's right, it kind of the same like, weird thing. Okay. It was convenient, but I also had, Friend, one of my old bass players in the Weezer tribute played 
Did a keto I too. I love the optimism that you think you have friends. <laughs> hey, I pay people pretty good to be my friends. Family I haven't don't, seen anything he yet. Pay, he pay family shit. I'm just saying. You get paid what I get paid. Like, you ain't got a choice. <laughs> yeah. I do have a choice. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, talking to, smoke uh, a fool. Talking to our old friend. You know, he was talking about, I was trying to think like, oh, okay, all these different martial arts. He was like, I'm losing weight. I feel like I should do something active. I hate just the gym. It'd be something good to try. Was Jim not a cuddler or something? No, he just used you up and yeah, leave. He just he just made me cry. <laughs> but uh, and so look, the keto place is right by my office. It's like, let me go try it out. They said. So what's weird is is again we talk about our similarities and our differences. We both got into aikido almost because it was convenient, and we were both looking for a martial art, and it was it was convenient. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a. Um, if, but what's, if that's something to do with our American, oh, we got everything's got to be convenient or not. That's no, a whole no, other. it's not that. Okay, so to clarify, because if anybody out of my Aikido but we group understand listens our li- to this, our lives what I are want busy. them to know is my Aikido group, even though I haven't been going for a while, they're family. Yeah. Like, I can tell you that group, and that was one of the things I loved about it, is that group is very tight-knit, very supportive, and and very good to be around for. Like, I could have a bad day, and I could go to Aikido, man. And I'm just instantly having a better day. Well, instantly. I, just being in that space. As soon as I bow into the dojo, I'm like, man, well, I will say my day is so much better. Being about six months in, I still have those anxiety of going in and still going, oh, I, I don't need to keep doing this. I can't do it. And when I get done, I'm going, I'm glad I went. It's that, in that weird place right now where it's like, I still don't have my confidence level up. But if your Shihan's like ours and your senseis and stuff... Oh, I mean, they're all. They all say that. Well, and they'll say the same thing. I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. Oh, they can say we're. I've been doing it 40 years. I'm still trying to understand it. Right. And even though on the mat, you know, a sensei is very strict. As soon as he get off the mat, he's like a whole different person in the same way, but very similar. But he's supportive. It's like, look, if we if this was easy, everybody would be doing it. You know. Right. It's, it's Which just, is what I found interesting with Aikido, because not to brag, but I I'm very easily. I can pick up a lot of things fast. I'm, I'm a quick learner. Aikido is not that way. No, I, I, I've really, one thing I've learned is like between that and improv is as quick as wit is. I think I'm always, you know, around. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm smart. I can say something fast and funny. Fortunately then, around Brian and I, you're pretty dumb. So, I mean, that should kind of keep you held down a little bit. Yeah. Like, that's, I'm we still, so, we so own you, especially around <laughs> the grill talking shit. It's just, you just yeah. sit there with your mouth open. I'm like, well, a little what? bit of smoke coming what out happened? of It's usually because yeah. I'm thinking of something else. And I can the only thing shit. that fries more than our modems at my house in a rainstorm <laughs> is your brain when we're talking. But what's interesting is taking these things, you realize like, man, I, you're not as fast sometimes as you think you are, but that's a good challenge because it. Right. Well, know. it's it's cool to find something that's not easy. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's been a lot of things, especially music-wise. Like, like, oh, this. I get that. Oh, I can play that. I can do that. Blah, blah, blah. But here's something else. Like. I'm having my body, so I'm fighting my body and my mind to try to accomplish something. And every day I go, and God, I'm just not good enough. I need to go ahead and just stop now and do something else. But at the same time, I go, no, that's stupid because I won't know until I try. And I look back when I started in January and what, eight months of this, or how much I've changed by doing this, you know, this new hobby or lifestyle. It may just, you know, I don't know if it's in my hobby anymore. I can tell you this. I f- <laughs> so I fell out of the back of our dump trailers on a Saturday afternoon and Beth was standing there and I'm jumping up on down, up on down da- and jumping up and down. Holy crap. Why, how is that a tongue twister? I'm, it's I mean, not, I know, that's not a tongue twister. I know twister. I've had half a margarita, but I am by see, far not lit. See, right? brain strokes run in the family. 
brain strokes. Both I like of y'all I like in it. the past like seven days <laughs> both have what I thought was a stroke. <laughs> What's funny is as Corey goes, brain stroke. You can only have a stroke in your cranium, man. Like that's a ruptured artery in the brain. Oh, did I say brain? I said brain stroke. Okay. See, so, I, I'm yet to have a, so, a lapse of... Brian, Brian of, Smarty keeps his mouth shut, especially during the dinner. He didn't say anything during dinner. <laughs> he had his mouth full. Not unlike when he worked at the truck stop. So I'm, I'm working in the dump trailer, and I go to hop down. Well, one of my feet gets hung in the material that's in the trailer. And fortunately, because I'd been going to Aikido class... I rolled out, and yes, I took a nail puncture to the kidney area, but I I rolled out of it just instinctively. And Beth goes, Beth was freaking out, like, "Do you need to go to the hospital?" I was like, "Honestly, I feel pretty good." I, like, I, I no one is more surprised than me because I thought for sure, like, as soon as I le- leapt off of the back of the trailer, I was like, "Oh, this is going in poorly." No. At forty something years I old, I did the same thing. I was skating. I hit busted, and it just rolled forward. I mean, I didn't pop back up, but the fact that I actually went into my roll position instinctively—if you do it enough—and I muscle didn't, memory takes and over. Was, and at the moment, I was like, "Holy crap! My aikido just helped my skating." And that was so I don't have a broken arm to go. But to you're aikido. supposed to stay on the board, though. So well, now, did when, it now, really? when, now when you hit a rock or something, <laughs> because somebody didn't sweep the uh, skate park. But it's it's funny how. These things are starting Isaac to intertwine. Newton and gravity. I blame him. It's all his <laughs> oh, fault. Yeah. yeah, there's no anti-gravity belts when you're skating. But as you get into Aikido, it's been an interesting, you know, uh, a new journey. But, like, that's one of the things. We never, I never really considered, like, us growing up doing something like that. Um, I took jujitsu when I was in the Army, but it was just because it was, I guess, as bad as I hate to say this, it was convenient. Yeah. Because one of our pilots, um, Art Blakemore, one of the few people I actually looked up to when I was in the Army, he he was a black belt, and he taught jiu-jitsu classes. In fact, he only took, a, I mean, I'm serious. He, we took a handful of classes, and I can remember to this day what those classes were. In fact, I've taught Sydney a couple of those same moves when she was a kid. But, I mean, and that made me think when I said the Army. Man, I played racquetball when I was in the Army. I've played Tennis, my dad made the mistake when I was a kid. And he go back to the when does a hobby start. We had it. My dad lived in a neighborhood that had a tennis court. And on the weekends I would go visit him, I used to tell him, it's like, I want to play tennis. Well, his challenge was, if you can wake me up at 7, we'll go play tennis before anybody else gets there. Thinking I was lazy and I wasn't gonna ha- it wasn't going to happen and he could sleep in. 7 o'clock, baby. Can you edit that out? No. <laughs> Seven o'clock, get up. And he was like, he'd come to the door just with this look of disbelief, like, what time is it? It's seven. seven. He's like, oh, damn it. And he's just looking at me like, well, you fulfilled your part of the contract. God damn it. So we started playing hey, tennis. Bucks. Go back to bed. <laughs> we started playing tennis. And and I enjoyed tennis. In fact, I've got a friend uh, that that plays tennis and well, bust his balls online now. But there's part of me that would love to go play a game of tennis just to see how well, shitty I, I am now. I took lessons growing up, and part of this one of the girls at my work. I how was your about, name not Biff if you took tennis lessons when you were a kid? But it's like uh, I pull my racket out. and I'm telling my friend Ron, trying to you know, hey, let's you go. You whipped play. your racket out and told so, your friend Ron. <laughs> 
Last name Jeremy, by any chance at all? The story is not going good right now. I did try to see if I can invent a tennis racket with an umbrella built into it so they could play in the rain, but that's a whole other conversation. So an interesting thing you brought up. That was a terrible hobby. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we keep bringing up things, doing them for convenience, and I never really thought about it, but as some people keep talking about, oh, I would never try that, and it's... Do we do things because we found their convenient way of doing it? Is that how hobbies sometimes start? Because you realize they are convenient. You would never try something too avant-garde because it's out of the way. I got. When I, I think mean, your just, exposure just, to hobbies is based on your proximity to stuff. But so that's for, being convenient, though. Well, and it's not necessarily just the convenience. It's that it's it presents itself to you. Because, yeah, you could say convenience is also proximity. Yeah, I mean, you could use that interchangeably. But convenience, is, but, it, it has multiple levels. Yeah, because convenience could be it's always been two miles down the street from you, but it wasn't until you guys had Sydney and then she was old enough okay, for you guys so, to pursue that hobby. So Akita was always When you there. posed that question just a minute ago, are we picking up hobbies because they're convenient? When I was racing motorcycles and doing stuff, I I would play Gran Turismo. I played a lot of road race games on on there, and I was like, man, I'd love to race cars. And it's kind of like back when I used to talk about I'd love to do stand up. I had a friend out of the the universe works in a specific way, in my opinion. Things kind of happen, and it's just weird how it does happen and the connections you make. Imagine that we're sitting here talking in a basement. Yeah. So I got a bunch of basement that would never happen ten years ago. Am I an honorary <laughs> millennial? Is this all this work? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you are in a basement. You're a general exer. But is it, and it is kind of my hangout, so it's kind of my comfort zone. So anyway. Oh, when you say it like that, like comfort zone I mean, and yeah. safe space. Yeah, you're a millennial. You got your neck, oh, I love a safe space, baby. You got your neck beard. So, so <laughs> I ended up in this, my brother's terrible with follow through. I ended up in an email chain between me, my brother, a couple of his friends and Audi was in town and they were doing the Audi a four event in 2008. So in grand fashion, we had organized this group of 10 people and I invited some of my friends, my buddy Wade that we rode dirt bikes and stuff together with. And we all went to this Audi event together. Well, my brother didn't show up and a couple other people didn't show up and we were driving and Corey, uh, ironically, Hello. Is that his last name? I'm Corey, changing. ironically, it is. It is. I've uh, already said when I lose all the rest of my weight in my condo sales, I'm changing my name. Maybe I need to. I keep hearing more of my name. <laughs> Corky would be an appropriate name, but anybody who watches AG television knows I'm, what I'm talking I, about. I was not going to go there. I was going to try to be polite. How PC. old are you guys? You're talking about what television? Eighties, eighties, and I don't mean like eighty inch. Yeah, I mean I, from the eighties. Y'all had TV back then. Yeah, but you had to wait for it to warm up and get the rabbit ears with into We had a TV. So, so Corey. He knows black and white. Corey rode with ask. me and we got to talking. Well, he he's like, hey, man, you should come out on autocross. Well, all this time I'd been talking about wanting to, to road race and do other stuff. Well, he gets me into autocross and then I sell one of my cars and my sports bike and I bought an S2000. And then I started autocrossing. And then because of that connection that I made through autocross, I made a connection with some friends and we started road racing. So was it convenient or just circumstance? See, that's where I would say circumstance. And that's what I was going to say. That scenario was maybe circumstance. I would say convenience is maybe a location based thing is, I mean, well, I think me and you differ from some people like 
in some ways is I'm willing to go out and research something to try it, even if it is inconvenient. But, you know, the, hey, that sounds interesting. Well, I'm, I'm going to go do it. And I, I realized I was talking to some, uh, one of my old coworkers. I'm like, how are you doing this stuff? I'm like, I just, just sign up it. and I just go do it. And they're like, I can never take my, make myself do it. And I said, I sit in the car with anxiety. You know, improv class, I sat in there for an hour going, I don't have to do this. I got to the money. Then you go in and do it, and you have a good time. Well, when I, I share my stand-up That videos. wasn't convenient. I actually had to go search that out and try. Like, I'm trying something new to get myself out of my rut. comfort zone. But Let's say rut, because that's really – it's easy to fall into yeah. this routine. Right. And that routine defines you. And if you don't break out of that routine, you can't define yourself unless right. you break out of that routine. Your routine becomes you. And it's – so I'll send – you know, anybody that I think may not come to one of my shows, I'll send them a copy of the, a link to a video. With a virus attached. Damn, man. God, I can't do it. I'm telling you, man. Between the gimp and this whole virus thing. There are no secrets. So anybody. I'm keeping secrets. Anyone that's listening that feels like they can replace Corey, submit their resume to the peanut butter and syrup facebook page or, yeah just post on the and page just put it on twitter i don't even care if, even if the words just say i'll do it that's fine that's and i, I just mean i was to, about to say first person luckily, to post I'm, wins. luckly i'm the pr guy so i can uh <laughs> i have admin <laughs> too uh, yeah pr <laughs> magnum but, pr is that our personal retard is that what that, is that what that means uh, triggered <laughs> triggered <laughs> so anyway so you know it's just Again, like I said, I think that's a convenience thing when it's location-based yeah. and um, circumstance when you – and it's weird, man, because even if I look at, it, at at my primary business, which is the construction stuff, how much that has changed since I've gotten into racing because of that community that I'm in now and the people that know me, I'm known for being kind of a jerk or asshole or whatever you want it. But I mean, he has a company <laughs> called shirts for, for assholes. assholes, but that's not, God, that, you're, you're being too kind to yourself. <laughs> well, I tell anybody that knows me and I'm pretty sure I touched on this in a previous podcast is I consider myself a reasonable asshole. And the reason I do that is because in this day and age, if you, if you, try to hold to a standard and you have an expectation, you're considered an asshole. But I'm reasonable. I don't expect you to do anything you can't do or is not reasonable. So, but again, because people know me, they make fun of me, but it is I. It is crazy how many of them call me and ask me for either life advice or want me to work on their house. And the reason is, is they know I won't lie to them and they know they'll get a good job and they want a real perspective. Worst of, player ever. Got to learn how to lie a little bit. I'm not a player, man. I don't have to play. <laughs> Shit's like a magnet. Just <laughs> he's a shit magnet. I would say I would say beat him off with a stick, but the mental image that it produces is is not great. I'm working midtown a lot. Need so. that. <laughs> so, but if I had to track like my hobbies starting from when I was a kid, when you were little. I know I do remember I beat the living hell out of a kid that came to our house. I think I was like five and he was six and he kept screwing my Hot Wheels. It was one of my mom's coworkers and I beat his ass for screwing my Hot Wheels. So hobby, obviously that was a hobby because I was taking it fairly serious. Very passionate. And then we had slot car machine, slot car uh, tracks. We had a pool table at my dad's house when I was a kid. We played tennis. I rode bicycles. I played baseball. I played basketball. 
hell, I mean, tennis, race cars, dirt bikes, four wheelers, go karts, three wheelers. I mean, it was definitely sports, right? So I mean, I've run the gamut, and everything was competitive. So I mean, it's but I think the thing that I see, and it's funny, we go back to the whole a little bit of uh, the midlife crisis episode is people look at me and they become judgmental. Like I, I can't pull all of this off. Like Linda, the one I was telling you about before, that's my biggest fan. She was asking the other, she's like, how do you get all this done? And I said, like, you know, what's bad. And I bet you, you're going to agree with me. If you, if you had to analyze yourself, you feel like the laziest. Oh God, don't make me list off my hobbies. No, 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 no. I'm not talking <laughs> no, about your I'm hobbies. Trying to get it all no, done. No, I'm just talking about if you, She's like, how do you do all the stuff that you do between building the car, doing stand-up, running the construction company with Tim, doing the podcast, doing all the other stuff that I do? How do you pull that off? And I say, I'm the laziest person you'll know because that's how I feel. Like if I had to give myself a scorecard, I feel so lazy and so... Well, if I like, take the night off just to watch TV, I beat myself up because I'm like, I could be doing something productive, but I got to take a break. Right. When we do it, Beth and I veg out. But we'll you, watch. But you have that little guilt feeling like, man, I could be doing something else productive. We'll right watch now. Amazon or Netflix and just hang out and watch TV and shoot the shit. But what's funny is, is, and that's why my laptop has migrated back to the living room, is before I took it out of the living room and I set up my office, and office was office, living room was living room. But since we've started this and a couple other things, I'm like, the laptop's got to come back to the living room for me to, to be able to get time with Beth and shoot the shit watch some TV and still be productive as far as like the things that we're trying to learn with the podcast and everything See, that's else. One thing, luckily I don't have at the moment is worrying about friends with <laughs> as, a, as, as adding a relationship on top of all a cool the cool car. All the, all the, <laughs> and I mean, that could go back to, but you, did we, my memory is bad. Did we do, we did an episode on relationships. Yeah. Yeah. So I can, that okay. was last week, wasn't so, it? I thought you the were, last recording <laughs> session we did relationships. I, I, so I, I thought and you I were keeping track. I thought you were our secretary. I quit writing. It's amazing. He can record <laughs> and edit and write stuff down, and he's pretty good with animation stuff. But if you ask him what's going on thirty minutes ago, he'd be like, "Fuck that." But, you know, that's the thing. But, like, but I, that's I, what you're talking about. You don't have. A relationship you know you're not married so you could focus on your hobbies and it's funny that most of my relationships ended because i put too much into oh, my hobbies we talked about that with the girl sitting in my lap crying because oh, yeah. i put my art before i put relationships and she's like Didn't and understand I, can, that. I could say my most recent relationship but, she told me it's like you don't have any time for me and it's like no you just and i and i hate saying you need to get on my calendar because that's not how i work my life but <laughs> pencil you in baby but All you know, right. if you if you want to make time, you have to to be present. I was looking to see if it if it was still up on my phone or not. But the other night, I think I was talking to you guys online, and we were talking we about talk different like pod- every five seconds, man. Well, but we're always <laughs> but we're, we're not passionate just bullying. about we're, this right. hobby. We're, we're we're talking right. Business. We're trying to get organized to make this hobby easier. Yeah, and market it, and then not only that. When I mean, it's all the fun parts of trying to build this new I hobby. love to build something. So it's really cool at this aspect of it. I mean, it could be that like two years from now, we're like, okay, we've done all the fun stuff. Well, like and that's the interesting thing about all of your, almost all your hobbies involve building stuff. A lot of your hobbies is creating stuff. This is a hobby along more my lines of this is my like type music of and hobby. bands and right. all my visual stuff. And it's like, so this is an interesting 
hobby that we're sharing that actually falls in between what you do and what I do. Because I don't build things like you. My, the rest of my family, my brothers all build stuff, but, but I don't. But Brian was talking about how it affects relationships. Hey, Beth, at the other night, just sent me as a joke, but she sent me a text message about, uh, and I'm five feet away. What are we doing for dinner? Because <laughs> I was on I was on you my were, laptop. You were focused. You were, you were in the zone. I was on my laptop with you guys, and it, you know, Again, I we have so much going on with the construction stuff. I'm trying to figure out how to market the t-shirt business. We're trying to figure out how to market this stuff and then have a good time. Because I can tell you just from the, the, the episodes that we've recorded in the past, you know, we joked about therapy. But this is almost kind of like group therapy we get to talk some stuff out and then it's cool to talk about it and then think about things from a different Can you perspective point on the doll where they touched you on the doll oh, i left or the, the doll dollar. yes huh? it sounded like you said on the dollar i the, was like can you show me on the doll where they put the dollar <laughs> waistband are you stupid i don't it's, have boobs it's, or... it's like it's like a stripper build a bear <laughs> i'm not i didn't come with a built-in money clip like some people did <laughs> there it is you just swipe your credit Enjoy. card through it so, but, it, but like you said, it is hard to balance. Unfortunately, Beth is very understanding about stuff that I do. And she ain't killed you yet. I don't even know that that's the a recording date of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, I, I've made it. Uh, I don't even know if I brought this up in the podcast about midlife crisis or not, but I'm 12 years past where I thought I was going to live. All yeah. this, all this is gravy at this point. So, I don't, I ain't scared of anybody. So you're just hitting puberty in your second life. You know, that's the thing I was thinking about this the other day. They didn't tell you when you hit puberty, it just never ends. Because it's like, oh, yeah, you hit puberty and you get facial hair and then your skin will break out and stuff. And I was like, well, that's cool. They didn't tell you in your late 30s that your ears were going to look like damn wolf, man. Like, why do I need to? Per- All right, look, like puberty should per- go to a certain point. Like, okay, I'm grow a beard. Let's stop. I don't need to grow a mustache on my ears. That's not. <laughs> How come they never referred to beards as pubic hair? Because it is. Hair you got when you got puberty. Why are you making that face? <laughs> What's that face? <laughs> like, like I usually refer to it as just pump the neighbor's cat, but I don't even know what the. That almost looked like the neighbor's cat pumped you. Like, what is going on? Hey, man, we all like pussy. Apparently, it likes you from behind. Because <laughs> that look. Hey, man. Some that was the creepiest look that anybody's <laughs> given me in a solid six weeks. I mean. Since prison. And I mean, I rolled up at a, and I stop at truck stops to fuel up our work truck all the time. I've, I've not had anybody. Like, well, it's because you keep blindfolded when you keep one to the throat. God, that was like right up there with here's Johnny. Do you want to fuck? Like, there was a little bit of both. Dude, like, I'm not really fuck up my game. So, anyway, I'm not sure where we went before I got creeped the hell out. That's with Corey's. My, my hobby is fucking with people. No, obviously, it's yours too. Well, clearly, mine's. I mean, that's well, only, that's the only reason I'm actually on Facebook anymore is because it's well, good for screwing with people. Well, it's weird as in getting in my 40s, and this year's definitely changed. Of hobbies like things I never thought about, I'm getting into that I never would have thought about ten years you ago. You know what's ironic? What's that? We were making. I mean, and I, you know, you have done a great job with the keto and all that stuff and lost weight. But I, and I kind of make a joke about the fact that you were better padded for skateboarding oh, yeah. before you lost weight, but you're kind of better for rolling too, weren't you? Like downhill. For- <laughs> 
I can't play Santa Claus no more. We have Young Santa. Hey, <laughs> yeah, stop, stop messing. MC with. Young Santa, and he's dropping an album on you. No, it is funny when I see people who are my friends who are getting fatter as they get older, and they're getting mad at me because I'm getting smaller than them. And you're like, well, you could quit eating pizza and drinking beer too. Yeah, but those two things go so good together. <laughs> Look, man, until they start a peanut butter anonymous, I'm just going to have to be overweight. That's just how it is. I'm not an alcoholic. I don't have any addictions other than peanut butter, and I'm just, that's just it's a problem. Suck it. But yeah, I know some of the hobbies. I try a lot of things. I don't know if they ever turn into hobbies, or sometimes hobbies just trying something to see if you like it. You know. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Those aren't hobbies. It's time for a serious conversation here, sir. <laughs> no, 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 that time is passed. It made me think of the ones where you're like, I don't like beer. And they're like, well, just you acquire a taste. I was like, is that the way it works for sucking dick too? Like, I don't really like sucking dick. Well, you just hadn't sucked enough of them. Just keep trying. Like, no, no, no. It's really good. You're going to enjoy it. Like about the 50th sweaty cocky foot <laughs> I would flip the table, but it's got all our gear on it. Okay, let me, let me can, can you move the microphones over? I got to flip. Here, them. hold on. There, the table flip. That's the way I feel about beer. So, you know, when you're like, you should just try it. I'm like, I'm going to back away from the Generally, anybody that says try it, you'll like it. Well, I mean. Only they like it. Right. Well, it's weird. Like, uh, I obviously do. Like shibari, which is the Japanese rope bondage stuff, and that's. I'm glad you explained that because when you say shibari, everybody's going to go. They're going to be trying to figure out how to spell shibari to, yeah. to Google. And then she s h e. And then all of a sudden, they're googling it at work, and all of a sudden, the um, light pops up, and the IT guy IT comes. IT department's calling you your desk. At, why are you looking at porno stuff? It's like I was just trying to understand. I'm just, saying, I'm I'm just, just thinking of some a podcast. Shibari. Like some Villarica redneck finds our podcast, mm. and they're like, "Hey, babe, what's shibari?" So she, no, she, no, no. That's my cousin. Her name's Sherry. Shibari. Sherry. She lives in a trailer park down the road. You remember she turns <laughs> trick for crystal meth? She's awesome. No, no. I swear he said Shibari. So for those who are wondering, Shibari is the Japanese erotic rope bondage stuff. Uh, and generally, erotic rope. It is. It's erotic bondage. rope bondage. You know what's funny about it? Jitsu is the actual like military criminal style um, rope that they use. And that's where it evolved from to just tie up naked girls. What's funny is, so is, don't look is it the up fact that it's, it's Japanese binding when they used to bind women to keep them from becoming larger mm-hmm. than they wanted. They bind feet, hands, I mean, to the point of, like, damaging their bodies. Yep. So it's it had to have come from that. Yeah. I mean, originally, start, yeah. And with the Hojo Jitsu, the way it's set up was the way the rope binding is, is that it's behind the person because of their pride. They didn't want to be actually seen, like, handcuffed. And they didn't have iron. Because it was too expensive, so they used rope, you know, to use for handcuffs. And so, of course, it evolved into... Couldn't they, just, they, couldn't they just get this on Amazon? <laughs> well, that, Next it, day shipping, <laughs> prime. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and you, you can, can watch all seasons of Justified, too. <laughs> yeah. And I guess I used to teach Shibari lessons, so if you might... Okay, so... so it's, uh, all right, so I don't know a lot about Shibari other than the pictures that you've shown me. When did Shibari start? Like what oh, year? I oh, I don't know. It's seventeen hundreds or something. I don't. I'd have to look okay, up. Okay, so I mean, pre I, I, pre World War Two. So yeah. it wasn't a matter of you melted it's not all a modern. Thing. Yeah, yeah you did, it wasn't from you nuked all our steel. We need to be able to tie people no, no, up. No, no, no. It's, it's definitely not a uh, the, the modern idea of it is what we do, but the idea of using rope no. The for, modern idea for you is you get naked chicks, you tie them up with a rope, and, and they might put out. 
Well, you know, take pictures of them and sell Well, they're the tied up then. And, and <laughs> it's the, better than a roofie. You ain't going nowhere. The irony is, is they come to me. I don't even ask them. But anyway, you know, that, like that's become a hobby. And it's, it's a very But you've been doing hobby. that for what, about six, seven years now? Well, seven, eight years, yes. I think since the early. Because I remember going to family reunions. You're like, dude, look what I do. <laughs> It's like, hey, what? But you know what? It's, it's, Is that a dude? I mean, it, it even came up last night. The girl that met us at the show, a yeah. mutual friend, said, yeah, you do the, you know all the rope stuff. I'm like, yeah, I do. But it's well, weird. I remember like, having to tell Sydney, like you, we used to talk about Sydney wasn't allowed to see certain things that you did, but now that she's 19, we're like, fuck it, whatever. Well, you know. But it's funny, like that's no, I, I don't guess know. It, well, I guess it's like. <laughs> well, you know. Oh. Did you just assume my knowledge? But but you sound it, like old uh, Ronnie Reagan over. Well, you know. Oh. But you know, well, that's, well, that's one, that's, that's one of those down economics. That's one of those weird hobbies that you know. It's like I, I guess it's a hobby. I don't even know how you. How do you? Like you're just at Ace Hardware buying rope one day, and an Asian girl goes, "You know, you can tie people up with that shit." No, I feel like that's how it happened. Right. Actually, you you really want to know how I got into it? So as at my. As we were doing photography for years and got into do, like doing artsy new photography. That was a badass Polaroid you had too. I'm just saying. I got kind of just bored with Brian catching up to 20 seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know he's a millennial. Like one, two, three. I wanted to add something to the nudes I was doing. It wasn't just like a he weird said prop. Nudes yeah. with a D, not news with a W. Yeah. Nudes. Oh, yeah, oh, like, yeah. If you look on the like, video, it's got a caption. Like the difference between <laughs> bitches be crazy and bitches be naked. And I just wanted to add something to uh, spice up my artwork. And Texas Pete. And it just started evolving. How about Frank's? I put Frank's on everything. I actually, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I have a photo of one of my friends. Oh, actually, she's she's passed on since then. But there's a picture of her naked, laying on my bed, cutting up sausages in the floor, one-handed in the floor. I think I've seen that video or seen that picture. Yeah. She passed away. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure what of she passed away a few years ago. Oh wow, that sucks. But anyway, yeah, no, I I, I like to make interesting art because it's fun. But it's well, a, and I remember some of the Photoshop pics that you did, and you would break it down and show the elements that you did. And oh, by I'd, the time you got to the end, I was like, I mean, right. I've got 40 hours in some of the pieces I've done for like movie posters. And that's and just whacking it to it alone. That's not <laughs> even making the creation. Like that's just like I'm done. Waka, 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 waka. But even now it's like a weird hobby. I'm like, I'm creating art. Is the idea of art creation a hobby? You know, it, it, well, and you're like me, you and it's become, you need a creative outlet. Yes. You need something that, that makes you creating is my hobby, whether it's is yeah. we're creating a podcast, well, I mean, we're creating and, photography or creating music. And well, I rested on the seventh day. I'm just saying Shit, there's uh, eight. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah, well, I need, that still I comes back day. to when you're creating stuff, you're keeping yourself busy. It's your hobby is what you do to pass time well, you when know, you're not. And it's a mental busy. thing. It's, I mean, all right. So if you read about being older, and I tell everybody, um, is is like we're all like doing hand signals, trying to figure out like, good lord, he's man, stealing third. He's trying to steal home. <laughs> Who's on first? <laughs> The is is that the more you stimulate the brain, the longer it stays healthy. Yeah. And I tell everybody, like it muscles, if you don't use a muscle, you lose it. Well, the brain, granted, it does no contraction. <laughs> oh Your muscle 
hey, oh, hey, love love. hey has to be the cleanest <laughs> one on the planet because I know you wash it as fast and as hard as you want to. That's why you buy the soap. The the don- is, that's why you buy the donut hole soap. Donut hole like soap. that meme I saw the other day. The hand has twenty four <laughs> bones in it, except for when I'm lonely, it has twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I I don't I know if I don't do things. Like when we were drawing the chassis for the car, I was doing the 3D imagery for that stuff. Well, one, I had to learn how to 3D image a chassis, and the other was putting in all the dimensions and doing all that stuff. The feeling of satisfaction of walking away from it long before we ever bought that built the chassis or bought the steel to build it is to send that 3D image to someone and go, I designed that. And they're like, holy shit, dude, that looks cool as hell. And then the scary part was I had to, we had Jason and I had to build it, but we figured it out. Doing things like that keeps you sharp. It, it keeps you going. And as we said in the, in the um, midlife crisis one, it helps you evolve. It keeps you moving. Well, there are times that, you know, a shark never sleeps. They're moving. They're constantly moving. I, sometimes I feel like that. I, I feel like I need to be constantly moving and you were saying the other day, or actually earlier today, that you feel like you're, you're it's a race against time because of your age. And, and I feel that way sometimes. I, I struggle between, like, I'm only going to be 48 this year, and holy shit, I'm going to be 48 this year. <laughs> no like 45. So I don't want to. How did I turn 45? So here's a cool thing I thought of the other day. If we you gave ever, you a perfect time to knock on us, old man, and you didn't take it. You, uh, you lose one point, sir. Y'all knocked on each other. <laughs> I was gonna say oh, you're saying holy I don't shit like that. <laughs> Knock on you're like each holy other. shit! I'm turning 48. I'm like that's two years from 50. By the way, you're losing millennial points. By Look not- at that! <laughs> Look at old boy figuring out simple subtraction. Because he drank a 420. Forty-eight, forty-eight and two's fifty. In case you guys out there in the audience didn't, I didn't know. even have to phone a friend for that one. <laughs> yeah. Do you need a lifeline? We're gonna play. Who wants to be a dumbass? <laughs> Apparently, Brian. So. But okay, I don't, no more left. I don't feel like I'm I'm racing the clock, but at the same time, I was thinking the other day, a lot of people don't feel a sense of urgency in their life because they feel like they have a lot of time. If you want to feel a sense of urgency in your life, measure your life in presidential elections. The average person gets 16 presidential elections. On the high end, it's 18. If you were only going to live to be 18 years old, you'd get your shit together fucking quick. Oh, yeah. And you'd be like, wait a minute. <clears throat> I'm 12. Fuck a hot wheel. I got shit to do. I'm getting laid. So <laughs> so that, you know where I'm going next is I'm going to ask y'all how many presidents you've seen. <laughs> no, and I just, because I always... Again, and it's the way my brain works and is is I'm always looking at things in a very weird way. And that's that's you know I try stand up. I'm not gonna say I'm a comedian. I think I, we were both alive when Nixon was still in presidency. So what century know. was that? Motherfucker, I'll stab you <laughs> <laughs> with a microphone and your old broke glasses. They ain't broke yet, but they will be when you get stabbed with them. So if you had eighteen years to live, you'd get your shit together earlier. Well, the average life of a person, a male is, I think, like 72 to 76 or some shit in the U.S. right now. So that's 18 presidencies if you say 72 years old. Well, if you ever want to feel a sense of urgency, you start measuring your life in presidential 
And it's funny because I remember being a kid and I remember Jimmy Carter winning the election. And as a kid, I didn't know anything about Republican or Democrat or give a rat's ass, man. I was like, do I get an S quick and some peanut butter and be left to fuck alone? It's a win. Jimmy Carter won. Was that his platform? <laughs> he was a peanut farmer. Yeah. I'm not oh, sure I he was a fan. Was... Of, I wasn't sure he was a fan of Nesquik or anything like that. I'm just talking about from my we, personal do perspective. Do we get Nesquik and peanut butter when we get done with this? Anyway. <laughs> God, that was about... Man, I was like a split second from taking that to a shitty place. Literally. So, I just remember being a kid and it was Jimmy Carter won. Well, I live in Georgia. Jimmy Carter so that was won. exciting. And technically, it's a win for Georgia. Yeah. And, and a lot of people say he was a shitty president. A lot of people say everybody's shitty president. It's all perspective, and I don't really care about it, the politics behind that or anything. But it, it, as a little kid, I couldn't help but be proud that a Georgian was president. Why wouldn't you? I was a small child. But if you start, there's always a way to look at your life to add a sense of urgency. But if you break it down by presidents, I'm telling you, man, that's the most tangible way to start realizing how short your freaking life is. And that's, and, you know, not, I don't want anybody to think we've kind of wandered from the subject because the subject is hobbies. Why do you have a hobby? The reason you have a hobby. Divide your time before death. I thought that was marriage. Gonna slice our wrist. <laughs> No, I recall because I was listening to our podcast that Corey made a comment about trying Requiring to figure out a whole how, box, yeah. whole box, a what? Not just so, one yeah, razor blade. I remember that, and not only that, because my memory. Like if you look up recall, the word, he was saying he couldn't even get to the blade because it has a little paper protector. Of, no, he's like, it's always something. That's yeah, it's a George Carlin yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So yes, Rest if you peace. look up incompetence on Google, I'm gonna. In fact, I'm gonna submit it to Urban Dictionary. Incompetence. Corey trying to kill himself with a ra- box of razor blades. As soon as I want box. So if you had a, if it took a box of razor blades, it take a taker truck full of water too. You can't just do it with well, a simple it, bathtub. You need a lake full of warm water. Well, as Is Mike Muir said, in suicidal tendencies, suicidal. <laughs> all he wanted was a Pepsi. That's no, all he, he said, wanted. He I'm just a wanted a suicidal failure, and I can't kill myself. Well, I, I prefer think, Coke. I, so, I think we're anyway. getting to the bottom of the bowl here. It's probably time but, to But in the way, I mean, just ultimately, <laughs> hobbies, the idea yeah. behind hobbies is it's a good, fun distraction from the mundane bullshit that drags you down in life, that lets you interact with similar-minded people, and you get to have a good time. That's really all it boils down to. That's, life goes by fast, so it creates some fun moments. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the memories. It's you don't think of when you get old. You don't think of the memories at work. I mean, unless no, nobody re- remembers. Except you for, for that the time I knocked Charlie Clay off house with a two by four. That's fucking funny. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who you are. That shit's funny. You knock somebody off a two story house with a two by four. By God, that's legendary. Well, that sounds like a good place to uh, wrap this up. Get you to shut the hell up so we can go do something fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I th- oh, sorry, I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought this. I made that sound bad. This is fun, folks. Hey, yeah. Even if I had to look at Corey's fucking face the whole time we're doing it. I mean, I'm not laughing for my health. Send us money so I can buy a little wall to put between them. <laughs> Ooh, Battleship. Oh, that would be fun. Can we, we can do right, that. Can we do an episode where we talk about a subject and play Battleship at the same time? Not only that, you could talk about just all your favorite board games while playing one game. Isn't it Battleship? ironic that they call them board games? <laughs> 
Because you're playing the game because <laughs> you're was bored. <laughs> yes. You're playing the game because you're bored, but it's a bored game. I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. I'm going to need something stimulating. All right, guys. Pin the tail on, <laughs> pin the, tail on the stripper. I think that's enough. I think we're uh, ready to wrap this thing up. What do you think? I think a lot of shit, but <laughs> I think this is just like the music thing. We could go on and on and on yeah, and yeah, on yeah. and on forever. We back on. I mean, and I, talk about it. But in the end, guys, just try something. Find new. a hobby. Don't be scared to try it. Have a good time and make the most of it. That's hey, all it really boils down to. Hey, and let us know if you're trying something new or maybe it's something we need to try. I think that'd be kind of yeah. Don't fun. be afraid to post up stuff on the Facebook page about hey man, I heard this podcast and I do you or, know. If you're in Georgia, Whatever. let us know where something is. We may uh, go try something. Yeah, I mean, That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd love to tag up and just go try out something new that somebody's passionate about. They've been doing it for a while and they really enjoy it because that's that's the most fun. It's somebody that's really having a good time and wants you to see what that good time is with your clothes on. All right, you guys. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, make sure you, uh, you check out the Facebook page and the Twitter and the uh, Instagram, the SoundCloud, the SoundCloud, all the links are Jesus on the website. Christ. You go to peanutbuttersyrup.com, you can find all that. And um, that's on the bottom of the bowl. I'm going to lick my spoon and get the fuck on out of here. All right, guys. Thanks for visiting. Bye.